Coming up on this episode of On the Gold Prospecting to Mining, Five and Five Black Sands. Welcome to the On the Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Hoagland, joined by Kevin Bell, my co-host. Kevin, are you out there? You bet. How's it going, Kev? It is going good, man. Today, we are talking about black sand. Who was this from? Daniel? Was this Daniel's question? Yeah, that was Daniel. Before we get started on the five and five tonight, let's take care of just a little bit of business we've got to do. If you would like to ask questions off the air... Or if you would like, since we're a recorded show anyway, if you'd like to have some of your questions answered, feel free to email either myself or Kevin Bell. And my email is khoagland, K-H-O-A-G-L-A-N-D, at prospectingedu.org. That's prospectingedu.org. Or Kevin Bell at kbell at prospectingedu.org. Org. I'll tell you what, we would love to have a lot more content for the 5 in 5 on Friday, so that would be really cool. So this episode is brought to you by, hold on, I have to put on the announcer voice, Kevin. Hang on. This, okay. epi- this episode is brought to you by the Gold Prospectors Association of America, where membership does have its privileges. 300 plus properties, over 50,000 acres of prospecting reserved for GPA members across the nation. Check it out at goldprospectors.org. And yes, I work there. (laughs) (laughs) I do really work there. And it is the place to go for almost everything prospecting. I mean, it's it's absolutely everything prospecting. Five and five. Let's go for it. What do we got? Okay. So uh, uh, Daniel actually started out with a pretty simple question. Do you keep your black sand? Yep. Wow. And then he asked, do you crush it? Of course. Uh, Do you roast it? Occasionally. Do you feed your lawn and roses with it? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I guess we should finish uh, number five with, what should we really do with black sand? Wow. Okay. Because I was going to end it. I mean, the, the, <laughs> five unfortunately, five that was four, yeah, that was four <laughs> and five. But you know, well, okay. Black sand. Do I keep it? I do keep some black sand. I don't keep all of my black sand. I keep some of it. Uh, the the really coarse stuff, I don't even bother with. Right. Me too. Yeah. And and I think that you know when when I deal with black sand, you know, the first thing I use is a classifier. You know, any of the big, the big black, the big coarse black sand and the big gold that would be with it, the gold's going to come, going to separate pretty easily. So you just get rid of the biggest black sand. Sure. Absolutely. I, yeah. Now, and if I'm in an area, I'll always take my loop and I'll look at the black sand and, you know, it, look, we can sit here and we can talk about this and this will probably come up when we start talking about crushing. So, you know what? I think I'll just go ahead and wait, but yeah. I keep certain meshes of my black sand and, you know, the reasoning for that, if I have uh, like the really coarse black sand, the really big pieces and so on like that, a lot of times I'll keep it to wash it, but that's it. I'm not, I'm not going to really work it. And what was the next question? I think that, okay, so we keep our black sand. There we go. Right. Crush. Absolutely. I will crush black sand on rare occasions. I, 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 that's what I will do. But right. 
I think we I think we both agree. I, I don't know. I don't really know what your thoughts on this are. Well, and, and I've got to tell you, so, you know, going back to, you know, you talked about a loop earlier. If you can actually see that, you know, when you're looking at your black sand, where you can actually see that several of the grains are stuck together right. through some process, mm-hmm. um, what you're going to find occasionally is that gold will be trapped between the particles. And so crushing allows you to take those those smaller gold pieces that are trapped within those uh, particles that are cemented together. Right. And there is another process that you can do that if I if I start seeing gold, when I'm looking at it through the loop and I see that there's particles of gold in there, the first thing that I will do is I will hot bath it. Because most of the time what I have found after doing a hot bath on something like that, you know, some really good soap and yep. some heated water and a good agitation, I will find that I can get 99.9% of that gold released because most of the time the gold is actually being held there by some sort of oil or ditteris yep. or gum, you know, something natural, right. something natural that's holding it there. Yeah, it's a fairly weak bond. Yeah, it is. It is a fairly weak bond. And a five-gallon bucket, half full of black sand with some really hot water and a good soap, I can release almost all of the black sand. So I'll do that before I make the decision to crush the black sand. And I know so many people that go immediately to crush because they've been they've been told and 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 it does happen. I mean, what I'm going to say is it does happen. But particles of black sand will actually attract to each other. They become magnetic. They'll attract sure. to each other, and you've got like a, like two magnets. You know, they'll they'll go together, mm-hmm. and you get five or six or seven particles of black sand like that. And if there's a piece of gold in there, it's going to be trapped. Sure. Easiest way to do that and get rid of that is crush it yeah oh sure yeah so yeah i i absolutely so i will wash first and then if i still see residual gold by looking at it even in a hundred power loop or a hundred one of my little hundred power handheld micro uh, microscopes then i'll make the decision on whether i'm going to go to the crusher right and you know usually what you know what people at least you know people that i've talked to Um, you know, when they go into those heavy crushes like that, you know, they're going down, you know, 100 minus. So, you know, they've taken some other process to try to do some extraction, like you said, washing or doing something like that. By By the time they're going to a crush, it's 100 minus. Exactly. And that's where I have to really draw the line on, is it going to be worth the time and energy for me that, you know, and this is just, me talking. I'm not going to tell anybody not to take their material and crush it. I I have the you know those the rental centers where they rent the drums the uh, the cement drums that they actually have the cement in, right? And you drive it to your house, you dump it out, you do that, and then you bring it back. I've I bought one of those, one of those gasoline powered cement mm-hmm. mixers that they had taken out of rental service because it was beat up. I ripped all the paddles out of it. I I put it at a forced angle put a jet hole into it, a couple of other things, and would load my black sand into that. It, it, three or four or five buckets. This was yep. a once-a-year thing. This is what I used to call Christmas. I'd take all that material in there, and I would actually wash it in there. With mm-hmm. the, uh, I'd wash it in there because it's getting beat up. I'd throw some, I'd throw some, uh, some big um, ball bearings in it. 
Yep. So it's getting a little bit of a crush. It's getting washed. And then from there, just right across to the gravity table. So I have to make a decision. I have to make that decision on when I'm really going to try to crush all that material and look at it. And that only comes after crushing a little bit and taking a look at it and see if you, to me, if it's even worth messing with. There has, right. there is a, there is a gambler's ruin in there somewhere that if you continue sure. to do the same thing, you just, you're, you're going to lose. So you've got that gambler's ruin in there. That's it. All right. What well, else? And, okay. And, okay. Well, and, go the, ahead. and the reality is, is that you've already put that material through an extraction, you know, gold extraction, pro, uh, extraction process. So you have to ask yourself, what am I going to actually gain by doing a, you know, a second or even third, a wash and then a crush, how much more do I actually get? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. If I throw all that material, if I decide to crush, I need to know that the gold that, I, that I'm going to recover out of the black sand, sitting in that drum, being crushed by the, by the big ball bearings, it's going to take hours and hours. Uh, I need to know that I'm going to be able to pay for the gas. Right. Exactly. If, if not, I'm, if not, I'll eat the roses. I'll eat the rosebuds later because you know I'll just throw it in the roses, and yeah, everybody laughs about that. But my God, that's the best rose food I've ever had in my life. That's right. Well, you okay. know, and, and and you know, of course, the next thing is even more of a of dive in the weeds is, do you roast it? Because you know there there's there's conflicting uh, you know sides on that where. You know, people have found value in actually roasting, actually heating that material until it splits versus people that, you know, will do a crush instead. I will roast on occasion. If I can find that, that washing does not work, if I wash that material and right. I'm not getting an appreciable amount of the gold out, and if I do some crushing on it, and I'm not getting a return. And I'll, you know, I won't throw, and, and I gotta, I gotta, I think I need to clarify this a little bit. I don't immediately go to that big crusher. I don't imme immediately go to the, the concrete drum. I've got a rock tumbler mm -hmm. that I will put material in and I will do a test, uh, I'll do a test crush. And it's a, you know, it's, it's a representative amount of material. I generally do right. five grams to I can, where I can get a good idea of what I'm doing. And then after I've crushed that material, I'll take a good look at it and I'll see what the formation is of it. And then only then will I think about going to roasting. You know, roasting properly is not a matter of getting a cast iron skillet hot and throwing gold in it. It's not that. There's steps that needs to be done. Right. So I don't know. That's that's my take on it. Do I roast? Yes, I have. Is it my first go-to? Absolutely not, because I'm re I'm able to recover almost all of my gold by simply washing the material in yeah. hot, soapy water. Right, and and I think the biggest thing is using we we should always start with the simplest process first, you know, and and just soapy water, you know, and and mixing that material up, or or like you said, just moving that material around to where it's colliding with each other breaks up and releases a lot of, of, of gold and mm -hmm. a lot of other material. Now I will, I will say there was one time and this is quite frankly, this is what scares the hell out of me. There was some material that the, the, a, a guy was working and I came up on him and we were talking for a little while and he actually did have a lot of hundred, a hundred minus gold 
mm-hmm. that was locked up in particles of black sand. Mm-hmm. He had looked at a few of them. He saw it. So he's going to do a roast. And I asked him if he had inspected a, a good representative sample of the material. And he says, yeah, I'm not worried about it. He gets his cooker going. He's got this, he's got this perfect tray. He's, he's, he's actually got the right thing. And he throws the material on. And I mean, it is roasting, ready to go. And guess what came up? Mm. The red cloud. You might want to explain that. There, the gold that was locked up inside of all of this had actually amalgamed with tiny bits of mercury. And the moment that it hit the roasting tray, that mercury was released as a vapor. Yeah. So as soon as it hit the roasting table, water, water on the table, it was gone. He took care yeah. of it. That's enough on roasting. Now what? Well, and I guess, you know, the last question was, how do we really deal with black sand? I mean, <laughs> I, think, I, think, when, I think we've covered all of that. <laughs> well, no, no, no. no the, but the funniest thing is, is should we even bother? I think that's, you know, do you just basically take what you can get and move on? I Is let, it really worth the extra energy to go into that second and third processing? I let the material tell you that. See, that's, well, that's, that's the thing. And that's really what we need to know. I mean, that's really what we need to say is as you go out there and work this material, let the black sand tell you when it's, when it's okay to take those, those extra steps. Absolutely. You don't, don't walk in saying that every bit of the black sand that I find, I'm going to keep, I'm going to crush, I'm going to roast, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Right. When you get right. home and you and you've gravity you've gravity recovered all the gold that you can get out of it, and now you take a look at it and you take a good earnest look at it, and you know that okay I've got I see a little bit of gold in here, so you wash it. Anything beyond that, you have to make a real decision, and the material will tell you what decision that is. And it all comes really down to is the amount of hours it takes to to do that process. Should you just go out and work some more material? Exactly. Some more gold, <laughs> right? I mean, that's really the bottom line. Yeah, you have you know? to make that decision. And and that's it. Is is when do you dive off? And that's really, you know, if you've got enough material and you're still getting gold out of it, it's not that hard of a process, go for it. Exactly. Dive off. I'm going to wrap this. We we blew the five minutes, no problem. But I think we, you know, we can talk about this one a lot more, and we probably will in the future. But for the basic answers of what Daniel asked, that's yeah. it. We're there. Kevin, I thank you for being the, the great co-host that you are and coming up and, and getting some of these really good questions that you've come up with and, and yeah. that members have asked and getting them out there. Please feel free to send your five and five questions to khoagland at prospectingedu.org or kbell at prospectingedu.org. That's another episode of On the Gold. Make sure to go to kevinhoagland.com for all the podcasts and to pick your favorite player. That's kevinhoagland.com. And if you go to the page that is Prospecting Edu, there's links to the podcast. There are links to the YouTube, to the Gold Trails GPAA YouTube. And then there's a link directly to the GPAA. So until then, have fun. Go out and find some gold. All right. Take care, everybody.
thing. 